Are you currently a surrogate or you're in the process of becoming a surrogate? Be neither and you're still on the fence about it. Regardless of where you're at in your journey, you are in the right place. This podcast is for you. Yes, you heard me right. You girl. I created this podcast to shed light to surrogacy and help educate, inspire, and most importantly, support women. It's my mission to help guide women to have the healthiest journey, both emotionally and physically. I'm sure we can all agree as mamas, we always take care of others. But here, I'm going to take care of you. I got you. If this sounds like you, turn up the volume, grab that coffee, that tea, heck, even that wine, and let's get started. I'm your host, Vanessa Clemens, and you're listening to Confessions of a Woman. Good morning, mamas. Thanks for tuning in to episode number six of Confessions of a Woman. Today, we're going to be going over the five craziest things I've heard as a surrogate. Now, I'm going to actually provide the responses that I give when I'm in these situations. I hope that this information is going to be helpful for you in an event where someone makes you feel uncomfortable because as surrogates, we jump into it and we may not know everything or know how to speak about surrogacy because we just go off feeling like we know the feeling that we want to provide for uh, people. So hopefully my responses will help you be able to articulate your emotions and let people know just mind your business. I mean, of course, in the nicest way possible. Number one of the craziest things I've heard as a surrogate is how can you possibly give up a baby that you carried for nine months? My response to that is one, nothing's being given up. The only thing that is being given up is the idea that because you can't carry a baby, then that means you can't be a a parent, which is a great thing to give up, if I might add. I hate that when people say like the word give up. Like, what do you mean give up? It's stealing. It was never mine to begin with. It was their embryo that they inputted to me. So how am I giving up anything? So my outlook on everything is that, picture this, you asked me to watch your child, okay? Now when I'm watching your child, my natural nurturing abilities kick in and I'm going to make sure that your child has food, is fed, and is overall just comfortable, right? Now, when you come and pick up your child, am I going to be like, I really don't want you to go back. Can he stay longer? Or, you know, um, that's my child. No, I'm not. I'm going to go ahead and just smile as I wave to your child. Bye-bye until next time. Okay. Because that's how it is with surrogacy. Now that may be a little dramatic because obviously within like a couple of hours, I'm not going to evolve these deep feelings for your child to where I have attachment issues. But I do understand how intimate pregnancy is, but we are aligning our previous experiences from our own pregnancies with our own children to daint our reality of the situation when we go into pregnancy as a surrogate. It's way different and those two do not combine. So the attachment is never there because the overall picture is to help someone on their road to parenthood, whether it be a single mom, a single dad, um, a 
a husband and wife or same-sex couples, hopefully that response will make it easier to help paint the picture for individuals who don't really understand. Because I'm sure all my experienced circuits can say or attest that it is the best part. Number two is how do I not get attached to the baby? And it kind of piggies back off of my last one um, about one, it's not genetically mine. And two, from start to finish, my sole purpose is to help my peace fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. So the emotional mindset of my child and my belly buddy are two completely different um, scenarios. Now, another thing that I notice is that surrogacy pregnancies go by so fast. I mean, until that last month to where you feel like you've been pregnant for the whole year, um, <laughs> but it goes by so fast. I mean, I don't really find myself having enough time to even build that emotional connection for myself, considering that the whole process is always like updating the IPs and seeing how excited they are. So yeah, moving forward. Number three on the craziest things I've heard as a surrogate is these are more so statements, not so much questions that somebody asks me. I find that when someone's mad at me or I'm like in a disagreement with somebody, they use these statements as if they're going to hurt my feelings in some way. But ladies, we're not letting any of these comments affect us. Why? Because we know who we are. We know what we do and why we do it and there's nothing that anybody else can say to change that (laughs) that's how you're supposed to say it okay so the first one is that i heard you sell your body for money no i don't (laughs) the next thing is it's like if you're gonna insult me you might as well just make it like more realistic like oh you sell the ideal that people can have a baby and be happy Like do something like that or, oh, you sacrifice your body so that someone can be parents and you expect me to feel bad about that? (laughs) Like as ridiculous as you sound trying to tell me the reality part is just as ridiculous as you sound when you try to tell me that I sell my body for money. Another one I've heard was, you're a money hungry person and you think you're better than everyone. Since when? That all stems from jealousy and it happens literally when like you're not talking about surrogacy or you're not talking about money and it's like wait a minute what so it comes out of nowhere and that is just pure jealousy um you're probably seeing me getting debt free you're probably seeing me progress in my life having more time to be a present mother um going to school furthering my education i probably rubbed you a wrong way so that's definitely some internal uh emotions that you need to figure out but that ain't got nothing to do with me or what i'm doing one thing about us moms like we always strive to provide the best life for our children and that always means being a better version of ourselves so with or without surrogacy you're going to see me progress and that's going to hurt some people's feelings when they're not proactive about their own life and it may you know strike a nerve for them and make them feel uncomfortable to be around you but ultimately do not let any of those comments affect you because that's not true. They're all false. And if this is your friend or your family member telling you things like this, go ahead and pull them to the side, not pull them to the side physically, but just pull them to the side, like in your life and put them on pause. Okay. And create your space and rebuild and regroup because haters gonna hate. And just because we know that it's not true doesn't mean that it doesn't affect us. So I think it's very important that we protect our personal space in our mind. Number four on the craziest things I've ever heard as a surrogate is going to be between me and my father. I love my daddy dearest Lee, but this definitely has to be talked about just in case if any of my other surrogates 
Sorrow sisters are dealing with this. My dad never really wanted me to do surrogacy, but um, I want to say it was around the third time. And he was just like, I feel so sorry for you. Like you're putting your body through all this trauma and is it really worth it? It kind of took me a second to process because I was looking at him like, what'd you just say? Um, But for me, when I heard that, I have seven um, siblings in total and I share uh, mom and dad with like two other my siblings, but the rest, um, we don't share the same mom. So my dad was a Rolling Stone, okay? Now, I highly doubt that he felt sorry for the women that he was getting pregnant. So it was very hard for me to understand where he was coming from because in the back of my head, I'm thinking, oh, um, I'm pregnant. Oh no, I feel so sorry for what you're going through. No, that's not what my daddy was thinking. I believe I give myself a good amount of time to recover because you can't have another circusy journey vaginally six months and C-section a year. Fine after that. But I'm not going to lie. I do be peeing like real easily. My bladder is shot, but I'm doing my Kegels, okay? So shout out to all the surrogates out there experiencing bladder issues. We're going to go ahead and do some Kegels in this moment of silence. Now, moving forward, for any surrogates that may have that difficult time connecting with a family member or a parent on this subject, maybe this response can help. Story short, I really had to sit my dad down and just say, you know, I know you may not agree or understand my decision on becoming a surrogate, but all I ask for you is just to respect me in my decision and also understand that I'm really happy and excited to help someone experience the same love that you have for me. Can you just please leave your comments to yourself? I really just feel uncomfortable when you state little things and you can state like, I don't know, any instances where they have offended you. For like parents, it's so much harder because it's like my inner thoughts are that I'm a grown ass woman. In the same instance, like the perspective is they look at you like, you know, they're still your baby. But hopefully just having the courage to have that conversation will help you be able to have better boundaries between people that may not fully understand, but be able to have respect for you. And unfortunately, it's usually the ones that are closest to us. And the last and final fifth craziest thing I've ever heard as a surrogate is the most frequent one that I hear is how much are they paying you? They must be paying you good, huh? Ooh, girl, you're rich. Make sure to vote on the poll that I post because I really need to know, am I the only one that gets so frustrated? I feel like it's like, what is it? Nail on a chalkboard. Oh, it makes me cringe. And I get it. The people that are asking this, they're just uninformed on how this makes us feel and a little nosy. That's why I feel like this should be a topic that should be discussed because it's kind of rude. Like you might as well ask me like my religious and my political stance, hell, my social security number, my relationship standpoint, everything. Like when did it become normal to go up to a random person and ask them about their financial business? Like imagine you going up to somebody and saying, hey, how much your hourly rate or what's your salary run these days? No, because nobody does that. I feel in order to change the dynamic in that, I feel like us surrogates should change the answer. We can simply say, at this time, I choose not to disclose that information. I do apologize. But I've been a victim to being able to just have word vomit and tell them how much I get. And then I regret it immediately because it just feels like financial gain is like 
the whole reason. And then nobody asks you, how do you feel or your experience? They just ask about the money. And that's why I feel that we shouldn't answer it because if we keep speaking about money, then that's why it's going to tie it to surrogacy and money versus surrogacy and the relationship or the bonds that we create or the experience. So moving forward, if anybody asks us about anything financial, we're just simply going to switch the topic and say at this time, I don't feel comfortable, but I definitely love the journey that I'm on and helping this family create is priceless. Nine times out of 10, they do apologize. That is a wrap, ladies, for the five craziest things I've ever heard. If you thought that this episode was helpful for you, do me a huge favor and screenshot this, share it, and tag me on Instagram at Confessions of a Woman. If you experience anything similar, anything to add, I definitely want to here but i thank you so much for tuning in today and like i always say until next time sarah sisters Bye.